Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody. This is The Great America Show, and I'm Lou Dobbs. Wonderful to have you with us. Let's get up to date now on the mad Manhattan DA. Marxist dim Alvin Bragg calls off his grand jury for the week. Whether he tries again or not, he looks like the petty, malicious Marxist hack that he is. I can't imagine that any of those sitting on that grand jury could stomach much more of Bragg. After learning, he hid from them evidence that exculpates President Trump. And after they heard from well-known New York attorney Robert Costello, who absolutely decimated Michael Cohen's claim to credibility, any credibility, Costello declared Cohen to be a pathological liar, and he had evidence to that effect. Most of us have always known about the attorney-client privilege watching TV crime shows. I have to say, I never had heard of that privilege being broken until President Donald Trump. Remember when the prosecutors raided Cohen's files, took those belonging as well to Donald Trump? Now they're forcing his own attorneys, the president's own attorneys, to testify against him. It's as if when it comes to the Marxist-Dim Department of Justice, Trump has no rights at all. And he's facing not only three prosecutions in New York, but also Georgia and Florida. The legal profession right now in this country is incapable of policing itself. I don't know whether our DOJ, FBI, and courts will ever be respected by American citizens ever again. The investigation in Georgia is more of the same. Local left-wing prosecutor goes after President Trump. Her name is Fannie Willis. She's the Fulton County District Attorney. The county includes nearly all of Atlanta, and she's claiming Trump's call to the Secretary of State, asking him to uncover fraud that would overturn Georgia's election results in 2020. Biden, by the way, beat Trump by only 11,700 votes. It's by most accounts not a high-percentage case, but Fulton County is a high-percentage Democrat stronghold. The Gateway Pundit, one of the top conservative websites in the country, debunked phony charges in that case, and any indictment against the president wouldn't come until spring, we're told. So here we are. Our guest today is the award-winning founder and editor of The Gateway Pundit, Jim Hoff. Jim, great to have you with us. Thanks for joining us on The Great America Show. And first, congratulations on the great work that the pundit is doing editorially. The site's never been better, and it's filled with must-read material every day. Thanks for all you're doing for the country and for patriots all across this country. Great to have you with us. Lou, thanks so much. I'm such a fan of yours. It's really a thrill to be on with you today. The, the idea that we are now in a new era, we're talking about fundamentally the destruction of America, whether, whether people, irrespective of their ideology, their philosophy, their, uh, their partisan uh, direction, 
Uh, that's what's happening. This country is being purposefully destroyed by the Marxist Dems, by the party that was once the Democrat Party. Uh, it is now the Marxist Dem Party, I think, without any doubt, because uh, the Marxists are leading that party. Your thoughts? Oh, I agree 100%, Lou. You know, I've uh, reported at Gateway Pundit since 2004. We started back then. We had just a couple readers a day. I started it as a hobby, as a blog. Today, we have 2.8 million readers a day, 2.8 million page views. We've grown tremendously, and I've never seen anything like this, Lou. I can't figure it out, um, and it, it, it tells you a lot when you, when you can't figure out what they're doing. These decisions they're making that are just purposely uh, taking down this country that we, you know, we've never seen. Just a, an example, a story we put up uh, yesterday, uh, China now is the peacekeeper of the world. Who would have thought that this would happen? America's absent on the global stage. Joe Biden's going for war in Ukraine and China's making peace deals with Iran and Saudi Arabia. And now next week they're gonna to try to get a peace deal with Ukraine and Russia. Everything is upside down. It's it's very confusing to watch this. It is confusing and and confounding and uh, and it always goes back to one thing. I truly believe this. It all goes back to the Russian hoax, the phony collusion stories, and the assertion of the deep state into mainstream politics in America. Uh, this is not an. I, th there's just no such thing as an accident anymore. Everything is designed. Everything is played out. Uh, there is a sequence uh, coming, emanating from whoever uh, constitutes the cabal, the Marxist Dem cabal that is directing our puppet president, Joe Biden. Uh, the, the very thought that, uh, <laughs> that China would be leading the way between the Sunnis and the Shia, bringing Saudi Arabia together with Iran and a mutual relationships built on the fulcrum point, which is Russia itself. Every American, I truly believe, has to understand this. This is, just as Jim said, this is a seminal moment in American history because we are receding from the global stage and our dominant role as one time the only superpower in, in the world. Your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. Um, it's just tragic. We even see our government today. Um, we watched at the Gateway Pundit, we were following the elections in Brazil where there was a very popular populist president, Jair Bolsonaro, and uh, the Biden administration goes down there, threatens Bolsonaro not to get involved if something happens during the election. They're supporting Lula, this, this uh, communist who's been actually uh, convicted, a convicted felon who was taking taking money from China and pocketing it in, in his uh, former days as president. This is who the Biden administration is was supporting. And of course, Bolsonaro lost this election. I, I say that in air quotes because it was all, uh, you know, who, who, who knows? Uh, but uh, they say he lost. And uh, now we have Lula, who is who's already siding up with uh, Castro and and the other communists in the in the region, and it's it's a terrifying moment. Uh, South America is covered now, uh, almost from top to bottom, with communist or socialist leaders. 
And uh, this is what's what's happening under the Joe Biden administration. You know, I thought Obama was bad, but this is like Obama times what, 10? Well, at least times three, because I truly believe, <laughs> as we discussed, uh, you know, long ago, that this is the, the third term of Barack Obama, because right. the radicalism is, uh, these are simply uh, echoes uh, resonating uh, now uh, from uh, the Obama administration, and nothing resonates more right now than Obama's promise, fundamental transformation of America. And by the way, what has happened to the to the big O? We're hearing from Michelle uh, a lot, uh, but he Barack Obama has just basically disappeared, Jim. Yeah, I don't know if it, it's taking all of his time being the puppeteer in the background uh, with the Biden administration. Um, I'm not sure, but uh, you're right. I haven't heard much from him. Michelle Michelle Obama's out there making a few statements here and there, but uh, haven't heard much much from Barack, which is interesting. It's and, and by the way, that's not altogether an uh, an uncomfortable feeling not to hear from him after <laughs> after eight years. But it is interesting that Michelle Obama is for uh, in the forefront, and uh, and again, Barack Obama has with with certain purpose uh, receded to the background, and that makes me just a little nervous and suspicious. Let's let's turn to the media itself because you're talking about the extraordinary and I think richly deserved success of the Gateway Pundit. But in the same time, we're looking at we're looking at polls that are saying that the trust in media is so low. Half of Americans now believe that news organizations are deliberately misleading them, deliberately lying to them. And by the way, I'm here to say, you know, they're not wrong. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Americans have wised up, haven't they? I mean, how much can they take of the garbage that they're fed each day? I think uh, what has helped recently is uh, uh, Tucker Carlson on Fox News has been reporting on just just a few little clips from January 6th, but enough to wake people up and say, hey, what what really happened there? Um, we were lied to. And um, so uh, I'm, I'm glad to see that. And I'm glad to see that Americans are waking up. And you know what? It's interesting is it doesn't appear that these media outlets care, you know, uh, and, you know, that that's good for for your show. It's good for Gateway Pundit. But um, it, it really is tragic that we, we can't have a media that we can trust really at all. I just every day I just shake my head with the propaganda they're pushing out. It's really it's just filth a lot of times what they're pushing on the American public. Yeah. And I think I think uh, that you have to put a lot of blame on corporate America. Uh, the businesses, the big businesses of this country have become something that, frankly, I don't recognize. And I, I've been covering uh, business and economics and finance and politics. And out of all of that, uh, those issues, those subjects, uh, those fields, business is the most surprising to me today because they've aligned themselves. They're better aligned in point of fact with communist China the Wall Street uh, firms, big, uh, what were once U.S. multinationals, now they're just multinationalist, uh, globalist uh, corporations, than they are with the U.S. interests and U.S. values. Absolutely. And it's very sad to see some of these corporations where um, they're hesitant to support America or put out anything pro-American, and yet at the same time, they wouldn't dare say uh, anything against the communist Chinese uh, regime 
So uh, it's it's very it's it's very um, frightening, as you said, to see this happening in front of our eyes. What's happened to America? You know, um, it reminds me of this this skier who was uh, raised in California, and she was a phenomenal young skier uh, from America. She's going to Stanford now, and she decides to go ski for China. And I thought that that's kind of emblematic of uh, what a lot of these corporations seem to be doing. They got their greatness from America from the rules and from the regulations and from our traditions and culture here, uh, they become multinational and now they're, uh, you know, bowing to China. I, I can't figure it out. No, I can't either. And uh, again, going to that media poll uh, from Fortune magazine, uh, this is a really powerful statement from uh, the, that survey. Uh, whether when asked whether those uh, being polled agreed with the statement the national news organizations don't intend to mislead, 50% said they disagreed. Only 25% of those people polled said they agreed with the statement that it was inadvertent, uh, the misdirection and the lies and misrepresentations of national media. Uh, by the way, speaking of polls, Donald Trump holds a commanding lead in the uh, in the GOP field, without almost without exception, are you in any way surprised that he is doing so well in these popular uh, these popular polls at this stage? Uh, not surprised. Um, I see Liz Cheney still hanging tough at three percent. Um, uh, <laughs> Ron, Ron DeSantis is at twenty eight percent. I think uh, you know if he's smart, he'll really uh, think about. Um, entering the campaign at this point because that's going to be a you know a hard climb for him to get past Donald Trump when Trump's numbers are already so strong. But um, you know we'll see what happens. There's some good people who are thinking of getting in, um, and uh, but Donald Trump so far is running away with it. His base is still there, uh, you know, standing with Trump. They are, and I. And no one is more surprised than our oligarchs, our big billionaire donors. Uh, I call them oligarchs because that's what they would be called if they were in any other country by our national news media. So I, I like to maintain a consistency and constancy in labels that are used. These oligarchs really mean for it to be anyone but Donald Trump, don't they? Uh, absolutely. But uh they must be very frustrated every time a new poll comes out like this. And this wasn't an isolated poll. This is basically what we've seen with all the polls is Trump over 50%, DeSantis around 20 to 30%, and everybody else down uh, below, you know, 5%. So that's kind of what we're seeing. I can't believe in this morning consult poll that Mike Pence is at 7%. I, I just don't even believe that. But, uh, you know, that's, that's an interesting number there, too. Yeah, it is, and I I agree with you. I don't think his name identification reaches that level, let alone his approval rating. <laughs> uh, I want to I want to turn to to Tucker Carlson, who has he is the star of the era, uh, but he is a confusing star. Uh, you quote him in your headline on the Gateway Pundit, uh, saying January six I think is probably second only to the twenty twenty election as the biggest scam in my lifetime. Tucker doing inter during an interview with January 6 political hostage Daniel Goodwin. Uh, were you surprised to, to see that that statement from a man who had said basically Donald Trump was full of beans about uh, election fraud? 
yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, if he's ch- maybe he's changing his tune now, and that's a good thing. But um, you know, uh, I was one of the people, and there were, I think, quite a few of us after the election who uh, couldn't couldn't stomach watching Fox after what they did with Trump and that crazy election that happened, and they just decided not to report on it and to move on. Um, it was very, very disheartening. Uh, aggravating. I didn't. I didn't appreciate that at all, and I don't think their audience did either. We saw not, recently. I don't know if you saw this, Lou, but um, the Dominion lawsuit against Fox, and uh, the, the the documents were released, and some of the Fox people were saying that they were getting close to going being underwater with their prime audience. Um, that's stunning, and I know you you know more about this and and the ratings and things. Uh, than I do, but that's that's just seems shocking that they were they were uh, getting hammered by their their supporters, and yet they just they didn't want to report on this. And now, so Tucker Carlson says this now that it was the biggest scam, the election. Where has he been for two years? Actually, that's what I'm kind of thinking. I, and I have to say, I'm scratching my head, and uh, you know, I have uh, respect for for uh, Tucker Carlson. Uh, admire the success that he's had. But the statements that are attributed to him, and I and I want to be very uh, straightforward here, uh, I'm a witness in that lawsuit, uh, I, and I am a witness uh, for the for Fox. But at the same time, all of this is out there in the public, and so yes, I've been paying attention to it, Jim, mm-hmm. uh, with with great, <laughs> I guess I could say with great interest. But it, the the suggestion somehow that people had such contempt for Donald Trump when there were people who were speaking, you thought, in behalf of him. I'm one of the only, I should say, I'm one of the few uh, opinion hosts on Fox at the time. I was saying exactly what I meant. I meant exactly what I said. I was a, I was for Trump. Uh, I truly believe then and I truly believe today that the election was rigged. Uh, and you can argue what all of that entails, but then to reach, you know, that Hannity uh, didn't believe a word of what he was saying. Uh, Tucker Carlson saying that he would, you know, wanted to, I think, as he put it, uh, not have to listen to Donald Trump for 24 hours. And this was, to me, shocking. And, and it had to be shocking to the viewers. It obviously was. Absolutely. And uh, I remember you, Lou, uh, standing strong for Trump. And there's a lot of people who really admire you for having the courage. I guess it was courage at the time to do that. But it was really just common sense. None of the numbers, Lou, and I know you're a numbers guy. I know you're great with business. None of those numbers ever seemed possible at all. My twin brother, Joe, who who writes at at Gateway Pundit, uh, who's a top auditor in in, uh, China, uh, Shenzhen and, and Hong Kong for several years uh, was a VP of a one of the top corporations in the world, and he's looking at these numbers with some actuary friends of his, and none of it made sense. That just and and so of course there should be questions about that when you see you know uh, the, the, these strange things that happened during the election after the election. You know, uh, Trump ahead by seven hundred seven hundred thousand votes in Pennsylvania. And losing the state somehow, um, you know, days after the election, a lot of it didn't make sense. And um, I'm so glad you stood up, and because that's there's a lot of people who who really admire you for that. Well, I appreciate that. It's uh, 
I, you know, I, I, it's part just plain stubbornness. I, <laughs> when, I'm, when, when I make a decision, I, ma- I base it on what I perceive to be uh, the truth. And, and what I perceived was an election that had been fouled by first an attorney general who did not intervene in the election when he heard uh, a former vice president by the name of Joe Biden lying through his teeth in the second and final debate of uh, the presidential election in 2020 uh, when he said the the, the story uh, in the New York Post was simply about the Hunter's laptop, the laptop from hell, was pure disinformation. Uh, that, that changed a lot of votes. It was uh, denied a lot of people the knowledge of what was going on that was being reported by the New York Post. Uh, and, and ironically, we're talking about a, a Murdoch-owned property when we talk about the New York Post. And on the other end of the spectrum, then, of course, was all of the controversy that surrounded then uh, Fox News, as you alluded to. Uh, it was a difficult time. And, uh, and we know one thing for sure. Uh, everyone who said that there was a an investigation into the election of 2020, it's pure poppycock. Uh, the Justice Department didn't investigate. No one investigated uh, that election. Uh, and that mm-hmm. is a shame. And that is so true, Lou. And we found out just uh, within the past several months that Bill Barr did nothing. Uh, some of these, you know, attorneys uh, uh, in different states came back and said, no, the, the DOJ didn't do any investigating. So, mm-hmm. um you're right. And it's it's tragic because there were so many different things. And we've written about this at Gateway Fundit. You know, we, we were the ones who uh, we, we got the footage from Detroit, the Dropbox footage. We went through that. Right. We had a team go through that. And there's several instances of people dropping, you know, stacks of ballots in these drop boxes. Um, they, they, they are not secure. It's, it's very evident of that. It, you know, anybody who tells you uh, something otherwise is, is not being honest. Um, so. You know, there's just so many things like that that happened, and it's it's just very frustrating. Where was Bill Barr when they shut down the doors uh, to the to the Philly uh, counting center? Where 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 was he when 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 conservatives couldn't get in the counting room? Uh, you know, it's it's just it's stunning that they allowed all that to happen and didn't you know lift a finger. Well, I hope that everyone understands uh, in this country of who who has anything to do with any election. And I hope, by the way. Uh, everyone in this audience is volunteering, getting involved in elections at the local level because that's critically important for the integrity of our elections. Uh, the The simple statement here is if everyone wanted us to have confidence in the integrity of our elections, the surest way would have been for the president uh, and the attorney general to agree on bringing, uh, bringing on a full national investigation of those uh, elections across the country. It, that wouldn't have taken that long, and it would have been a straightforward response to what people saw with their own eyes. They saw in Wayne County people putting up uh, boards around windows so no one could watch them counting. Uh, they saw the, the Fulton County, uh, Georgia. Uh, they saw the the counting stop for no reason at all, and everyone pushed back from any uh, vision of what was happening. And that happened in various forms all across the country. Uh, it just was been so simple, so direct, and so American to have said, you know, we're going to take a look into all of this. I've assigned the following U.S. attorneys to do this, this, and this, and here we go. But it isn't. What they had to say was, you know, all obviously nonsense. We've conducted an election, uh, an election investigation, as Bill Barr put it. I think it was just a a week after the election, and we found nothing. 
Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. It really was unbelievable. Preposterous. So uh, let's turn to, let's turn to the uh, woke Silicon Valley bank. We find out, and by the way, we found out because of the reporting of a British newspaper, the daily mail uh, and their publication mail online that of all of the cross ownership uh, and owner and ownership of deposits uh, and financial relationships between Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, uh, a board that had only one member, as far as we know, a board of directors member who knew something about investment banking, but he had only been there since September, and the rest were a bunch of woke artists uh, and left-wing uh, donors. Uh, your reaction? It's it's so stunning, isn't it? And then they were spending their time and money um, uh, making videos on uh, different how woke they are and, and inclusive. It's it's just insanity that this was a bank doing the, these, this sort of thing. We put up something this morning that uh, the Silicon Valley Bank also was donating millions to Black Lives Matter. Uh, so that's where they were putting that. That was their focus. And like you said. It certainly wasn't on banking um, because we saw what happened this week. Uh, so, yeah, just, you know, it's stunning just how incompetent um, companies have become. And I, I you know, you got to blame that on the left because things are just so crazy there. Well, no, I, I don't hesitate to blame the left because that's <laughs> responsible. And by the way, responsible, it turns out, for uh, – this is to me uh, incredible because the Gateway Pundit is reporting $82 billion from corporations going into the coffers of the Black Lives Matter movement. That is an unimaginable sum of money. Uh, give, us, give us your uh, thoughts on Black Lives Matter, which we don't hear much about right now, but which apparently is driving much of the CRT, the CSI, the DEI, uh, racist uh, nonsense across corporate America, our military, through our federal government, uh, all across America. Yeah, it's, it's stunning. Uh, and, and it kind of makes sense now when you see these leaders of, of the Black Lives Movement owning three different homes in some uh, nice uh, zip codes. Uh, they they were flush with money. I don't know if any of it's making it back into the black communities, Lou, where it is needed. Uh, but uh, it's certainly going to the leftist organizations. Uh, that's for sure. Um, but it's it is it's just an amazing amount of money that these corporations and individuals were giving to this movement after George Floyd's death. And uh, I you know I I don't know where that money's gone so far. I'm sure there's. I, I, an audit that that needs to be done somewhere. <laughs> you know, the auditors of the federal government right now are going to be working overtime and probably uh, have to bring in a few private contractors as well. Because when you combine that with a hun over the hundreds of billions of dollars that are being spent on new uh, weaponry and armaments, uh, a over $800 billion that I think, by the way, I'm, I fully support going into the Defense uh, Department budget. I think that's desperately needed. If anything, it's late. Uh, but to imagine that all of that money plus $80 billion from corporations, they do. The last I heard, 
Corporations do have a fiduciary responsibility to their shareholders. What in the world makes them think that this money should be flowing directly into a Marxist organization like BLM uh, in this in this era? It, it, it's tragic. It is irresponsible. It is reckless, and it should it should set everyone in this country their hair on fire uh, if they the stocks they're investing in are among those companies that have been doing this. And it's, it appears that there are several companies who are involved in this, so it's very concerning. I agree with you 100%. And I want to turn to other part of your you know, terrific reporting, Jim, and that's on, uh, on the January 6th political prisoners. There is, there's, to me, there's been few stories that can compete with this in terms of the tragedy, uh, the awful inability, the futility that I feel in being able to do anything about the fate of those political prisoners in the D.C. gulag uh, and the treatment they've received uh, and the Marxist dim judges and prosecutors who have overcharged and oversentenced them. It's a truly a national disgrace that uh, we're going to have to live with for some time. Oh, I agree with you. I hope it's corrected, Lou. I have two two different stories I could tell you just at, you know just offhand. One is um, my friend Jake Lang. He was uh, there that day. He's in prison. They put him in the gulag for several months, a couple of years. Then they moved him. This is what they're doing now, Lou. They moved him to. He hasn't been to court yet. He hasn't been sentenced of anything. He's in Brooklyn now in a in a in a prison for violent prisoner violent pris- uh, convicts. And he is in a wing um, where he's the only J6er and I think one of four, he says, Caucasians out of a group of, you know, 100 or so of inmates. Um, very dangerous place for him. They, that's where they put him now. Um, so they're really uh, abusing these men and, and uh, some, some women. Uh, but it's, it's a horrible story to see this happening to people, especially they haven't even been sentenced yet. Another story I put up this morning uh, it's at the top of our page, and that is this young man um, had him and his wife had just adopted a baby. He went walking inside the U.S. Capitol with a flag. He turned around when he was asked to leave, and he left. And the cops, of course, came, not the cops, the FBI, came and raided his home in December of 2021. They forced his wife on the ground, uh, cuffed her, and they took him away. He's in prison now. And they came back to the house, though, the federal agents, and they took their, their adopted baby. So um, they lost their child, too. Oh. Now, now to, to, to be fair, this guy had, was a convict or was a felon from 10 years ago. He did something when he was, you know, a young, young man. Um, that was on his record, and he did have a gun in the house. But it's still, like you said, it's still overcharged. This man is in prison till at least 2025 now. He says that in, our, in his letter he wrote us. And uh, it's just a tragic story. Just you can't believe this is happening to Americans. You you can't believe it. And and what I find uh, also horrific is veterans groups. Many of these people are veterans, but veterans groups haven't rallied around them. Uh, the Republican Party, for whom they were ostensibly uh, demonstrating and uh, rallying in support of Donald Trump, haven't done much, if anything. For those people, uh, there is only good, decent American citizens 
are, are their their last uh, resort uh, to to try to motivate our political system to work. It's everyone seems utterly paralyzed. They want to either ignore it or put it out of their mind. Uh, but these people are suffering unimaginably. And I just want to compliment you and the Gateway Pundit for all you've been doing for them. Yeah, and you've also put up a website. If I if I could get you to tell us mm-hmm. uh, a little bit about your website, American Gulag. Thank you, Lou. Yeah, we've been reporting on these stories. And, you know, uh, every time we do, Lou, we try to put up a, a Gibson Go. It's a, it's a fundraiser that the families will put up and then we'll link to it on our site so that they can raise some money to help get their loved one out of jail. Uh, we don't we don't control that money. We have nothing to do with it, but it goes directly to the families where they need it. Um, we've raised over 1.6 million for the prisoners uh, who have been uh, you know locked up and need help desperately. Uh, we started the Gulag uh, shortly I, in, in 2021, and what we do is we track all the prison prisoners. Um, if you click, you can go, click on the site. It's AmericanGulag.org. You can go and you can find out, uh, click on individuals, look up their names, find out where they are in the court system right now. Many of them haven't been to court yet. Many of them are still in jail. Um, Some have been sentenced. I put up a story earlier this week. Eight different men were sentenced because they touched this huge MAGA sign that day that um, uh, was thrown at police. No police officers were, were hurt. Uh, these guys were just had their hand up because this huge sign, you know, was over their head. They had nothing to do with it. Um, they're in prison now from two to four years, these eight guys. And, you know, who wasn't charged, who was actually pushing that sign towards the police was uh, this fellow called Ray Epps. Um, he was never charged for this. So uh, it's 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 really this double standard we have with our uh, justice system, which is infuriating also, Lou. Um, why are these men being punished so harshly when, you know, we all saw what happened with the Black Lives Matter riots uh, across the country? It doesn't make sense. It it makes sense only if uh, one acknowledges that this Justice Department, this FBI is so thoroughly politically corrupt uh, that they make a differentiation based on ideology and partisanship. These are Marxists. These are Marxist Dems, uh, and they are they are holding this uh, this country to account at a very high price. Uh, that is, they break the Constitution every day. They're breaking the law every day as they persecute uh, political prisoners and their political opposition, the Republican uh, Party and conservatives. Jim Hoff of the Gateway Pundit. I just want to say we always give our guests the the last word. We thank you for being here, and I hope you will come back soon, uh, and we will be uh, watching your site every day just as usual for a very long time. Uh, Your concluding thoughts, if you would. Well, Lou, this is just a thrill for me. I come from a large family of nine, my twin brother and I, uh, you know, with good parents and uh, not a lot of money, but we, we were able to succeed in this country, and I hope that future generations are able to see, to, to have that same success coming from nothing and making themselves something. I I really appreciate you having me on. I've been following you, like I said, four years. And uh, so it's it's quite an honor to be with you, Lou. Anytime, I'd be glad to come back on. So thank you so much for all that you do. Jim, thanks so much. And uh, you know, I, I wish you uh, all of the very best, continued success, and God bless you. Thanks for being with us. All right, Lou. Thanks a lot.
Jim Hopp doing amazing work. Here Monday, our guest is Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow and a great patriot working for the country. Please have a great, great weekend. Join us Monday. Until then, God bless you and God bless America. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.